This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Bored of too many ads and dull, meaningless chat? We've got neither. Joy Drive, smart, fun radio. Now, it might be a bit hard to picture this now, but uh, imagine we're in the middle of winter. It's a freezing cold morning, and you notice that your muscle aches and joint pains are playing up just a little bit. They also seem to do this when the weather turns, you know, just a slightly bit cold. Or do they? Well... New research at the University of Sydney has been looking into the link between the weather and common muscle and joint symptoms. Professor Manuela Ferreira is from the University of Sydney and uh, joins us on the line. Manuela, welcome to Drive. Thank you so much for having me. Why do we have this perception in the first place? And is it a perception that our aches and pains seem to fluctuate according to the weather? Well... It's a perception and it, it is um, it has been a, a long-standing belief as well, right? So um, I do remember my grandmother saying that she could feel it was going to rain the next day because her knees were uh, playing up. So it, it is, and um, there have been some surveys showing that up to two-thirds of people with musculoskeletal pain, um, whether it's back pain, knee pain, hip pain, they actually believe that the weather might influence um, their joints in, in a way, give, giving them um, more pain or making their joints a little bit stiffer. So, so it is a very common belief. Manuela, it's interesting because my grandmother used to say the same thing. She would say that her hips would start to ache just before it rained. <laughs> and sometimes she was spot on. Yeah, exactly. But you, you see, um, the other thing that my grandmother used to say was that um, don't go out in the cold because you're going to catch a yes, cold. Yes, that's um, true. And, and we do know that the um, cold weather is not going to um, influence your um, ability or you know make you more likely to catch a viral infection. But what it does to you is... In cold weather, we tend to stay indoors a lot more and we, st- we tend to stay in closed space a lot more. And that would actually increase our chances of getting um, infected because of a person-to-person um, contamination. So, so you see, sometimes the weather will actually change our behavior. Mm, so and essentially, we should have just that- gone outside. Well, it could be, you know, we could have gone outside, but it, it could be that the way we change our behavior because of the weather, because it's hot or dry or rainy, ah. um, that will influence how we perceive our joints as well. What did your research find? Is is there a, a link between the uh, weather and and how our joints feel or our muscles feel? So what we did was we, um, we looked at data from over 15,000 people from seven different countries around the world. And um, these 15,000 people recorded about 30,000 episodes of pain, mostly back pain, knee pain, and hip pain. But we also included people with rheumatoid arthritis and gout. Now, we looked at the frequency of those pain reports in different types of weather. So when it was hot, when it was cold, when it was hot and humid, when it was cold and dry. So we looked at a number of combinations. And there was no difference in the frequency of those reports in any type of weather. So that suggested that um, there is no direct link. The weather is not really affecting your knee pain or your back pain or your hip pain. The only exception was for gout. 
So what we found was when it was really hot and dry, people with gout were twice more likely um, to have a, a flare-up. And um, we believe this is because the biological mechanism underlying gout is quite different to, to that of back pain and knee pain. It could be that in hot, dry weather, people tend to dehydrate and that will increase the concentration of uric acid, which is really the biological mechanism of gout. But for the, uh, I suppose, the traditional muscle aches and pains, it could also be because uh, we're not exercising. Is that right? Because it's too hot to go outside. It could be. It could be. And again, the tricky part here is that we couldn't see any consistency. Um, so it could be that for some people, for example, when it's hot, you tend to exercise more. But other people, when it's hot, you tend to exercise less. Um, some people, when it's cold, tend to stay in-house or indoors and give their bodies a little bit of a rest. Um, it could that be that some people don't enjoy the cold and that they tense up, um, and that gives them the impression that, you know, that it's more painful. Um, so, so yeah, again, the weather might change the way you behave, and in turn, that could change the way that you perceive and cope with your um, Manuela, I'm wondering what the uh, implications are for uh, medicating because I know that uh, you know sometimes in cold weather I might think, oh, you know, I think my uh, my joints might play up a little bit and I might take an anti-inflammatory or something like that. Could we be uh, medicating incorrectly because of this perceived thing that the weather influences the amount of pain we're going to experience? That's a uh, good question. I, I think the way we need to see this is the weather is not affecting your pain. It could be other things affecting your pain. And, and we're not saying that people um, are not really in pain, right? I know when mm. I'm in pain, you know when you're in pain. <laughs> um, and, and, and the way that we cope with pain um, varies again. And um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend people to take one medication over the other, for example, especially on the radio because you need to see the patient first. Mm. But I think what we need to focus on is we cannot change the weather. Unfortunately, we cannot change the weather. But there are other things that we can change. So um, research has shown that um, sleeping well, exercising frequently, reducing um, your body weight, if that's the case for you, um, reducing stress, all of that is actually associated um, with your likelihood of having back pain, knee pain, and hip pain. So maybe let's focus on the things that we can change um, and less on what we cannot change. Manuela, uh, before we let you go, I noticed that uh, on a cold morning, if I before I go to the gym early in the morning, I must admit I'm a lot stiffer than I am normally and it takes a little bit longer to warm up before I exercise. That's still okay, isn't it, to take that extra time to it's, warm up? It's absolutely okay. It's fine. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. And you know, if you're moving, that's what matters. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Um, Manuela, great to chat with you. Thanks for joining us on Drive. Thank you so much. That is uh, Professor Manuela Ferreira from the University of Sydney. Joy Drive on Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, Joy on your digital radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn.com or the Joy app, no matter where you are. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.